Welcome to the finale of the Survivor Fantasy Football Podcast. As always, it is I, Riley, coming here with our friend Steven to break down what is our second season of this entire fun event or whatever. I don't even know what you'd call it. Um, fantasy League? Well, we, yeah, just, just, just like it's just a simple fantasy league. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we've had a... It's been a pretty active uh, week. We've had um, the final treble council, all the votes were read, all that stuff. Um, and we had a winner of our overall votes. And we also have had the actual matchup finally come and take place. And we have finally been able to determine a winner who has joined with us via Zoom here. And that is the winner of Survivor Fantasy Football Season 2, Mr. John Tomaszewski. So welcome hey. to the show, John. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm glad to be here as a, a winner, not a loser. Glad to be here not voted out. Yeah, what a season it was for you. Um, I mean, me and Riley have talked about it on this podcast pretty much since the beginning of how you were dominating this entire game and how if you got to the end, you might get every single vote. And it almost came true. You almost got literally every single vote. Uh, you came up one vote short. Uh, from, I don't know, I guess we'd call that the first perfect game in Fantasy Survivor history if you did get every vote. Um, but, I mean, either way, it was an awesome and flawless game and excited to kind of break it down with you here tonight. Yeah, let, let me ask you a question, Steve. Were you guys painting me as a target? So so you kind of flew under the radar, Steve? Or... Uh, that's, oh, what was, we, what we, was we, the we, uh, strategy there? On me. We're asking me questions before uh, we get... Well, so um, I will answer that. And there, I, there was a method to my madness. Uh, a little as, bit. I was clearly working with you, but I didn't want to be the one to take the shot at you. I didn't want to have to betray you. I didn't want to have to be the person who did it uh, because I was working so closely with you and JP, but I knew I needed you out if I wanted to win the game. So I was trying to get people to realize that, and I clearly didn't work. And then, obviously, I ended up voting for you in the end. My question to JP during Final Tribal was, if I pit, if I went to you and said, dude, we need to get John yeah. T out, we're both losing – would you have done it? And he said no. And I was like, all right, well, then I can't even consider voting for you um, because obviously, like, that was it. I mean, we had gotten as far as we gotten, but letting you survive that round would have let you win the game, and you did. But you took it into your own hands anyway, um, and you won the power of veto, so it didn't even matter. I mean, that, well, yeah, that week I, like, needed to win. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... think he did. I don't think JP would have betrayed you, even if I begged him. Like, I don't think he would have really... uh, I, I respect that, but it's like yeah. old school survivor loyalty. Yeah, and that got him one vote <laughs> out of 15. Well, uh, well, John, John, I'll say from my perspective, those first couple of weeks after you stole Derek Henry for me, I was so mad at you that I actually was like saying a lot of things about you just to try to get other people to pit you as a target. But by the time I was actually out of the game and I no longer cared, I was more just impressed with how you were playing with the game. Um, I yeah. think, like, maybe besides Eric, I think, like, you impressed me the most. Eric, I, I expected nothing from him, and I actually got – he actually like, turned into be, like, a really, really great player in the game. So I think he's probably my biggest surprise game changer. But obviously you winning and the game you played, you're, you're the – very, very close second. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, taking Henry for you, it was, I actually really wanted to work with you. I don't know if you remember, I uh, I voted against you. I think one of our wheel spin votes. Yeah, the, actually like, the week right before that. Yeah, I was like really <laughs> apologetic. I'm like, dude, let's work together next time. 
And I won the next, it was like steal a player, but I just lost Brees Hall. I was like, I need a running back. It's like, I have to do this. I, I didn't even like contact you. I'm just like, let me yeah, just no. take this guy. I remember Eric no, made I mean, like it a totally big, made sense. Eric made like a big display that he was taking. I think, who did he take? Uh, Diggs? Yeah, or Jefferson? I think Diggs. I think Diggs. He, he made a big show of it. I'm like, I texted Steve. I'm like, Steve, like, do I have to announce if I'm taking somebody? Because I didn't want a target on my back. And Steve's like, technically, no, but they'll see the trade. I'm like, all right, let me just let me just take Henry from Riley. I just didn't want anyone to know about it. I didn't want I didn't want to contact you, but I just had to do it to further no, my, I mean, my team. Yeah, I mean, it made sense to the game. I, I, as I was mad after that, I pretty much kind of came to the fact that I, there was no way I was going to win. So it's whatever. Uh, I mean, I got really lucky a couple of times. Do you guys remember? I think it was like a tribe challenge. Where the lowest score went on the wheel, and I was actually the lowest score for the whole week, but I wasn't on the lowest scoring tribe, so I was on the second wheel. Do you guys remember that challenge? Yeah. It was like Devontae Adams caught a pass, like the in the dying minutes, or whatever, and it was ruled like, like incomplete, whatever. If if that was a pass, I think I would have been on the wheel when it went home. So I got lucky a couple of times. The Najee Harris thing with Dan, I got really lucky. That was so, that was. Uh... The turning point of my game, anyway. I was like, "God damn it!" That made things so much more difficult when you survived that. <laughs> yeah, so I got lucky a couple times. I mean, I guess you gotta get lucky in this type of league, kind of. No, oh, yeah, there's definitely a good amount involved. Um, I mean, yeah. we used to talk about your draft and your fab strategy a lot during final tribal, so there's no real um, need to kind of talk about that. Uh, but there is, I do want to talk about something that you gave an answer to in Final Tribal, but I want a final discreet answer right now. The Timmy J saga with Ben Wiener and taking Kelsey. The, the league's over. What was your fucking involvement with that? Yeah, I what know. happened? <laughs> I mean, like I said in Final Tribal. I was, I was assuming those were the As you witnessed in person, JP and I were awake until 8.30 a.m. drinking. And I woke up next day at 1 p.m., and I had texts from, like, Ben Wiener, Timmy J. It was a group chat with me, Timmy J, and Dan Matt. I text from them, whatever. I was like, Timmy J is like, we can't take a, a player from, from a JP, right? Because JP had the Eckler, who was the top running back. I'm like, no, like, he's kind of our ally, whatever. And I was with JP at the time. So I'm like, JP, don't worry. Me and JP were pretty tired at the time. Um, and then – uh. He's like, all right, let's take Kelsey. I'm like, yeah, let's take Kelsey. It was, I mean, it was Tim. That was always the plan. We had talked about, even though, like, I was very aligned with Wiener at the time, but if my tribe won, which it seemed like it was going to happen uh, for a while there during that challenge, we were all, we were going to do Kelsey from Wiener. That was the plan. Because Wiener made me promise not to do Saquon. So I was like, I won't Mm -hmm. take Saquon from you. (laughs) I'll take Kelsey from you. Yeah. I mean, that was the plan. That's what everyone expected. I actually thought that was going to be it, whatever. And then Tim's like, wait, Wiener has like a counter offer. And he's like, you, he said that he was a group chat me, Dan, and, and Tim. It's like, you and Dan get $5, Fab, and I'll get Geno Smith. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And we just let it, let him push that through. We didn't really, I mean, I we had really limited involvement. Well, it, it worked as like this almost pseudo, like throwing him under the bus. Because I, I know like Steve and I both, but at some point went up to you guys, each of you guys individually was like, what is that? What is he thinking? That was so messed up. Like, what, what is he doing? Is he an idiot? And you guys were both like, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was really weird. He didn't even consult us. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah, that's I mean, what was rude about it. 
I think I remember Dan saying on uh, his interview in the podcast that, and you that said he didn't. I thought, but he, he like he consulted us, but we like gave like a FS, like, yeah, sure, go for it. Obviously, we didn't want targets on our back, and we it was kind of smart, I guess, that we let him take the heat for it. Oh, we I, was anywhere in I was so mad and, at Tim for all of that. And take the heat he did. Yeah. <laughs> he literally yeah. Got there was a whole, whole episode we did where we just yelled about him. That's, that was great. Took a lot of heat. But yeah, I guess all right, that gives us kind of answers there. Um, I guess, John, the question that I want to ask you the, about is um, I think what really set you apart as a great player in this game has been your social relationships. Um, I think that's like a big thing because I, I know even from my example is um, when we were all uh, had our first actual vote out round there uh, there was a, t- a couple times during the game and I was just like hey like what about getting rid of Jod he's clearly like playing very well and he's making a lot of really great moves and everyone a, a bunch of people I talked to was like I don't know if I can vote out Jod he seems like like they they had a lot of loyalty to you. So, what I would like to know is, like, what are what are like maybe one or two of the most vital relationships that you think helped you not only get to the end but also win the game? So, I mean, I tried to play like like prison rules. You know what I mean? Like, if you give something to someone in exchange, like they kind of owe you, or like you at least like feel some sort of loyalty. I mean, I was really tired with Dance the Tail for a while. Like, I I would like uh, I told him all my votes. I think we were on a couple of tribes where we had to vote couple times and i told him where the voting lot like laid whatever i think probably when we were voting in our tri- i forget what week it was but you voted eric right uh i can't remember like, for the oh for the wheel right yeah for the wheel yeah i was like eric like they're voting you whatever i gained his loyalty i gained dance Tales loyalty jp and i were tight steve you and i were tight uh Timmy J and I were tight. Like I just tried uh, doing like small things for for certain people. Like I Dan Mathon and I were tight. And I helped him like put together his team when he came back. I just tried like just not ruffling any feathers and just even though I had like I knew that I had like a threatening team. I think it was like week eight. Like you guys were even talking about I had, like a really threatening team and I had to like combat that by just making like a bunch of loyalties around the league where people would see me as an ally and, like, want to keep me in. And that was pretty much what I tried to do, just small things for for other teams. Yeah, also, yep. another, uh, another one of your strategies, too, that you brought up in Tribal and really pissed me off throughout the game, um, probably Riley, too, is because me and him were the only guys who would ever bid on the people on buy. Yeah. And then you started <laughs> doing that. And not only started doing that, you would bid, like, like 10 bucks, which is like reasonable on these people. But me and Riley would bid like one and two because we thought nobody else would be doing it. I thought it. no one would notice. Yeah, no one ever noticed last year. And you finally came around to it. Um, and you stole like Devontae Adams like that. You stole a bunch of good players like that. And I think that was, I mean, why I was more impressed uh, from your game. I think that was my biggest takeaway too. Did you learn yeah, yeah, that on the podcast? Yeah, I, I mean, I I, I think I was like just looking at waivers. And I I would sort it by uh, the guys like how how uh, often they were rostered. Like I'm like, wait, these guys are on buy. Like I don't think any. I don't know if I knew it from you guys, but I'm like, I don't know if a lot of people see them. So I bet on them. They get getting uh, Adam just definitely like absolutely game changing. Because I if I had like a horrible fucking team, 
from like I think week five, I was one of the lowest scores. I'm like, I have to start spending money because at first I didn't spend any money. I just tried kind of like, like just weaving my way through each week, and I just like I need to spend money. I think I got like Chase and someone, and I think Adams was the week after. So yeah, I just had to take some risks. And if you take those risks and you spend that money. And then you become the highest scorer, you make more money. You know what I mean? So it's like, do you stay on the outside and just keep your money and whatever, stack it up? And like, like what do you start with? $200, right? So it's like, do you Yeah. start, do you, you start with $200 and you just like hold on to that 200 and you're kind of like, you're a middling team or like a low team or do you spend some money to make more money when your team is better and you win the challenges? So it's kind of like a double-edged sword, but yeah. 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 I mean, that, that's the inverse of what I did, right? Where I was just like, well, I can't win anything. So I must just use all my money on one like elite player. And like, but like you, you, you kind of had the, the a different in strategy but yeah no i i think that that really is like the way to go it's and actually steve it kind of stinks we're talking about it so much on the pod because I, I would like to continue within the next year but yeah really the goal is just like make sure you are paying attention to like when players buy weeks are because it can be very very useful in getting some good players Yeah, for sure. uh the last kind of talking point i wanted to hit before we let you go uh, we didn't actually talk about your championship uh week at all on your win Um, you obviously came in with 30 bonus points because of all the votes you got and winning the vote. JP only came in with one and a half bonus points. Um, and then you, you ended up only winning by 13. Uh, so if JP did get a bunch of bonus points, he could have made it interesting. Um, did you, were you sweating at all during the weekend? Were you ever worried or were you cool with the cushion you had? Uh, I mean, I was kind of monitoring a little bit. I mean, at the, I was always in the lead, I think, like all weekend. I was checking here and there, but, uh, that night game, I think it was, it was the Raiders versus, you guys remember? Who was it? Uh, Steelers. the Steelers. Yeah. I was like, all right. I, I was thinking about, should I switch Adams out? I know it was like a rainy, snowy game. Like, should I switch him out for, for Connor who was playing the next night? I'm like, nah, like the top receiver, whatever. He got me like three points, and then uh, Jacobs got me like five points or something like that. And JP had Eckler and Allen the next day, so I'm like, all right, this might be a little interesting. And he, I think he was down like thirty points, which it was it was doable, obviously with Eckler and, and Allen. Or he was down forty points, something like that. But I had the thirty extra points, so I kind of wasn't sweating it. But at the same time, I kind of wanted to win on paper. But yeah. Yeah, it ended That up wasn't too bad. easy for you. I was just curious kind of what it was had. Yeah. Yeah, you ended up with a solid win. You won it without the bonus points anyway. It wouldn't have mattered. Um, just some solid all-around game for me. That's pretty much all I have, unless you have more, Riley. No, yeah, no, I think we're good. Um, I think as a winner, I, I definitely feel like the gameplay that you showed um, around the overall game was incredibly impressive. And I think you surprised a lot of people, which I think is what, helped you get so many votes. I think it is a, a surprise that everyone was not surprised that you made it, but if you told everybody in the pregame that you were going to be in the finals, I think people would have taken that as a little bit of a shock. So now I think it's going to be a little bit more tricky, maybe going next year. I think people are going to know that like the game you played everything. So this will be fun. Yeah, I'll definitely have a target. Uh, should be interesting to see moving forward. Well, uh, we'll see.
But hey, shout out to you guys for this this podcast and this whole experience. It's actually awesome. This is uh, a great a great outlet in everyday life here. We're we're doing well here. It's awesome. Thanks well, for having uh, me. This this league was your introduction to fantasy football and look where that got you. Now you're facing me in the championship of our normal league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of luck involved, but yeah. Thanks guys. Uh, Congratulations, Mr. Tomaszewski. Thank you. Team Judd Sargent. <laughs> Team Judd Sargent. The first time Judd Sargent won anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made him proud, I think. Should I tell him? Should I, like, tweet at him or something? Yeah, we should We should find a way to get in contact with him. Because he lives in New Jersey. He does, and he works in New York. <laughs> we, could, we, we could meet up with Did him. Did you say I have ADD? <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, thanks, John, for joining. Thank you, guys. See you again next year. Congratulations again. Thank you. All right. Well, that was our our talk with our winner. Now we'll be going into our big loser. We'll be talking with uh, Mr. J.P. Boyle right now. And here we are with our runner-up interview with Mr. J.P. Boyle. J.P., how are you doing today? I'm good, you know, as good as I can be. Yeah, I get that, <laughs> dude. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the biggest thing I'd like to say is, like, if you if you didn't take into account any of the votes that are supposed to take place, the game actually looked very close on the scoreboard. Um, I didn't throw up 200 points. Yeah. Yeah. Very low scoring championship round. I expected it to be like 215 to like 185. Yeah, that, that's partially on me because I, I'm not going to lie, I did not realize there were Saturday games. <laughs> oh, man. So, right. I mean, I, my lineup, I set it on Thursday before that game. The you way don't have I, anyone who plays on Saturday, though, do you? Um, I I could have put in Barkley and CD. Uh, both of us put up twenty seven and thirty four, respectively. Oh jeez! <laughs> start them anyway. Like I I would have kept the same lineup I had in. Maybe I would have put Barkley in over Stevenson, but I didn't like the Giants against Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to judge your your uh, roster setup. I, I I guess the question I'd like to ask is, so it now it just looks like you just lost point blank based on like your team score less points than John's. Would you have rather that happened or like you score more points than him, but then by technicality you lose because he got more vo- votes than you did? I would have rather have lost the way that I lost because that would have just been so much more devastating. Yeah, you know, I'm with you. How did you um how did you feel tr- final tribal final tribal went and did you expect the votes to be the way they were? Uh, I thought I did well at tribal final tribal, but I I wasn't shocked by the way the votes went just cuz I knew John T played like an immaculate perfect game at like compared to mine. Like I tried my best to fight for myself and I think I did well, but like I I wasn't surprised. I actually thought you had a better final tribal than him. I'm not, in terms of- I, I agree. 
Um, but it just it, it didn't matter at that point. If it was like a scenario like Survivor 43 where no one deserves to win, I think I would have voted for you. Uh, but it was just impossible at that point almost. Yeah, like John T, like he played the perfect season. Everyone knew that going into Final Tribal. So like I had to do a really good job to convince people. And like even though I did a good job, I don't think it was possible for that to even I was surprised I even got a vote to be honest. <laughs> I was too. You- you were better at thinking on your feet on some of those questions than he was. So I, I think that was a, definitely a strength. So maybe that's why you actually you, you exceeded expectations and got more votes than anybody thought. Yeah, he did. Because of, because of your One. strengths. <laughs> yeah. One. I, I didn't do the math. How many extra points like did John T get for like each vote and like winning the vote? Like, what was wing? Thirty, yeah. I had to win by thirty. Oh my god! Yeah, you were dead going in. That was impossible. oh, possible. So okay. wait, so actually, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the quick math here because I'm trying to see that if you if you actually played CD Lamb, if you would have won with the additional thirty. Have you played CD and Barkway? Maybe. If I played, if I played you, Bark- yeah, you would have won. You def, you definitely, you definitely would have won. Barkley, I would have replaced Stevenson with, so that's uh, a 24-point swing, so add that to my total. Yep. I would have replaced A.J. Brown. instead. I would have kept Diggs in there. I would have replaced A.J. Brown with C.D. Lamb. So that's an 18-point swing. So what is that total, like 42? Yeah, you would have added – your final score would have been 155. Well – doesn't that not account the extra thirty that John T gets? Right. So I would have him out. Uh, yeah, you would have lost anyway. Anyway. All right. So then you can sleep peacefully at least. Thank God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, that would have been so devastating. Yeah. Um. I guess one of the questions I had, um, even though obviously I did ask it on Final Tribal, but. You really wouldn't have considered voting out John T had you had the chance at the final five there. I think it would have, that would have been the only way we would have been able to win the game at that point. I mean, it would have taken some real hard convincing. I don't think I would have, but like, it dep- like if you were in on it and like everyone was in on it, I would probably see. Like, it wouldn't have. It was me and you would have been the sole votes, and it wouldn't have mattered at that point. It was me and you deciding. Um, and if you if you came to me with that idea, and like you really convinced me, because like well, you should have said this I, at final, I would have voted for you. <laughs> I would have said throughout the whole game, like yeah, I I, I should have done it because uh, that was that was our game right there. Once he won that power veto, I was like, well, there's this is this is so fucked. <laughs> this yeah, is I, if if you came to me with that, I would have voted him out. Dude, you could have gotten an extra vote if you just said that like to, uh, last week. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Maybe like, one point five points. What if you add that to his score? <laughs> Don't lose. JP. Oh my god, JP wins. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I I it is funny because like we we are talking about like you were losing it and everything, but I mean, you made it to the end. You, you played a relatively strong game, so I, I definitely want to congratulate you there. I I, I want to ask you a, a question on um, all of the moves you made. What was the thing that you think that you're the most proud of that at the end of the day, you were like, that's the reason I made it here? 
is because of this move? Um, probably the move of keeping Steve in the game. Because like, can you set the stage on that one a bit? Yeah. So like the the context behind it was like we had a plan. It was like the the straight out voting someone out round, and we had a plan to vote out Colby because like I don't know. Everyone was like, first it was Timmy J, then we moved it to Colby, and then the day of like I, we're all set and everything, and I, I I'm in a group chat. It's me, Eric, and Liam, and Liam's like, hold up, what if we get Steve out? I'm like. I don't know if that's a good idea that like we shouldn't do that kind of like trying to play off the fact that like Steve was like a huge ally of mine throughout the whole game and like Liam knew that but I like I didn't want to be like no we can't vote him out like because like I don't want him to think that like he should like get me out since I'm so loyal to Steve yep so like somehow he he like convinces like a decent amount of people to go after Steve and it's up to me to like basically like warn steve so like i call steve up and like steve's at work so i text him like steve very bad things and like steve's like freaking out because i well he was just on the, well like, that could be anything well that's the thing i'm i'm at work i'm literally working a volleyball game and i get a text very bad things and he wouldn't answer after that i'm like can you tell me what they are i don't know what this could have to do with anything and then he at least specified he's that like, could be like your apartment's on fire that's what I'm saying. and then eventually after like five minutes he goes survivor fantasy i'm like okay like a little less frantic but can you still explain to me what's happening i can't i can't talk on the phone i think this is around the time too when uh we were worrying about josh joining our apartment and like getting yes. all that done yes. so like like you could even like it could be like we're steve we're evicted i'm sorry like we, we have to... we've been kicked out of your house very bad things like josh josh is a Application was denied, and we have ten days to leave. Um, I was like, I have an idol. Like it's okay. <laughs> like it's not the end of the world. Very bad things. There's a, there's a tornado heading for Secaucus. <laughs> Steve, did you play your idol that week? I did. Um. So okay. So this is actually this is actually a fun fact that we have to, uh, for the disclosure of everything. I guess it's time to let this out. We found out like a few days later, or a few, or uh, later on that we had people text our roommate Josh the votes that day, and he actually miscounted the votes. Um, he, he miscounted the votes when he told us. Um, so it turned out I actually didn't even need to play my idol, uh, but I didn't feel like telling people that because I was like, oh, I had a successful idol play. I like it better that way. Um, but it turns out Colby would have went home either way. <laughs> Congratulations, Steve. When you control the media, you control people's minds. You can just tell everyone. <laughs> I literally control the media narrative on that one. Like, Steven is the fake news media. Josh, you you could have sent me home. I would that would have been such a bad look if I didn't have an idol. And then like two days later, I would have been like, Yeah, guys, actually I didn't get the most votes. Uh Colby, you're actually out. You would have been like, What the fuck? <laughs> that would have been a disaster. I actually I think I would have loved the chaos that would have ensued. Oh, I would have been furious. God, <laughs> <laughs> um, that'd be funny. Was I in the middle of a story? I, I honestly can't remember. No, no, no. no, I mean, no, you're just talking about saving Steve. I, I, I think I got the gist. Yeah, it was. Did, did, you, um, did you feel like you had any chance going into that um, matchup at the end there, or did, did you kind of just chalk it up to, I'm, I'm pretty much screwed? Wait, say that one more time. Sorry, I was cutting out. 
did you think you had any chance in the championship matchup or were you just kind of no I, I knew i knew i had no chance his team was projected for like 188 <laughs> and i think mine was like projected for like 155 so i said let's just have fun and watch some football today guys <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, there, was, there was probably nothing you could have done. The, of all time. Yeah, and even if you won that week, you probably weren't going to win this week. So it was you were destined for failure. Yeah, I'm just I was just happy to be there, you know. Yeah. This is now what your third final two, um, in Survivor things where you uh, didn't win, but you do have a victory. So I guess it. it I've I've been out of. We did four like regular in-person survivors, and then two of these. Out of the four regular ones, three of them I made it to the finals, and then this one I'm one out of two. So, out of how many f- votes have you got? <laughs> Besides oh, the time he won, not many. <laughs> one, <laughs> one total vote. Yeah, I got I got the pity Riley vote during the season four real person, and then I got the pity whoever vote in this one. Uh, it was Mark. Mark gave you a vote in this one. Wow! Did he listen to Did he listen to Final Tribal? I don't know. He might not have. <laughs> oh, Who's to say? To make myself feel better. Yeah, maybe it was just a pity vote. Like wow, thanks, Mark. Appreciate. It. <laughs> but yeah, all of your other friends did not vote for you. <laughs> I expected that fully. Um, well, I, I don't really have anything else for JP. I, I do think as much as is, we're laughing about this, you definitely played a really solid game. I mean, making all the way to the end on this is good, and, and you had a couple of really great uses of your fab at the end. So don't be ashamed, man. You played well. No, I'm I'm extremely proud of the game I played, to be honest. I Like, last year, I only made it to, like, week, like, eight. This year, I made it to the end. Like, I was able to participate all year. That's, that's fun. I had fun. That is fun. fun. It's fun. <laughs> I'm supposed to be having fun. Um, Steve, you have any more questions? No, we're good. All right, cool. JP, thanks for uh, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for um, having me and uh, for a good season. Yeah, we'll see you next year. All right, see you see next, next year. year. All right. Well, it was definitely a, a great final final uh, couple weeks I, I think we all had a, a good time with this one and i think that we, we all kind of agreed i think the right person won at the end i think john definitely played the the best game of everything that was left um yeah, it felt so like still, a real like finale this year it kind of got wrapped up i still i mean obviously i'm gonna feel a certain way about how last season ended but i felt like i deserved yeah. to win um because i got the votes and then i just got blown out in the championship it was it just it led to the rules getting changed i think the rules kind of worked in the end do you agree i feel like john t had a massive advantage going into the final but i think it's warranted kind of having that advantage do you kind of agree with how it all played out no yeah i think you're totally right i think the whole point is to try to if you want to play into the survivor aspect more having a more heavy weighted advantage coming into the final tribal is vital but so steve i guess i guess that makes our podcast the survivor know-it-alls and the fact that you made it to the end once and didn't win (laughs) i haven't won anything we're the equivalent of the survivor know-it-alls for this I might, I might steal their intro for next year and just play that instead of the Survivor theme song. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I love Survivor that. Survivor fantasy yeah. football know-it-alls. Or I could, oh. I could sing it. Yeah. 
We should definitely. We should actually just take it. They'll never find out. Yeah, it's definitely not um, legal the way I use their real intro anyway. So might as well steal that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, I guess uh, again, n- another successful season. I think. I think we all made. We made a couple changes. I think it all kind of worked out for the best. I think everything is uh, kind of humming along, going well. I, I guess the the th- question I want to ask you is, it's been a really memorable and great season. What was your favorite moment of the season? Uh, it had to be like the awesome idol play that guy made. I forgot who made it, but um, the first ever school <laughs> yeah. voting round. Uh, I thought that was. Hey, you, you, you can't you can't say that anymore because you just admitted on the podcast a few yeah. minutes before that you it wasn't that impressive. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, you know, it was still a cool play. Uh, I thought it was a very interesting. Definitely. Play. But in even without the idol play, I thought I that was one twist. I definitely liked throwing in a full voting round. Um, it still mattered. Like, the scores of fantasy football did matter that week with immunity and stuff on the line. But it was a nice twist. It was a highly recommended thing coming into the season. Um, it made the idols have a lot of power, obviously, too, because that played a lot into it. Um, I do like Liam's idea. I think it was Liam's idea of having to have like a player on your team if you have an idol, like Eli Manning or whoever. I think that'd be a fun little uh, twist to add to the idols in the voting round next year. But um, I think that, I like that idea. The, the the Timmy J saga too. I think those are the two best moments of the season. Yeah, I I like the the Tim saga as well. I think my favorite uh, running storyline was the consistent survival of Dan and the <laughs> fact that he basically like he should have been out like a month ago and he, for somehow he just continued to survive nothing that he did but because like ev- some other team was like shitting the bed and it was all fascinating to watch every other team like work around him I thought was very cool yeah, that was definitely interesting and obviously him getting back in the game too uh, with the extinction twist added to it and he just always survived he always found a way he was an awesome guy to watch in the season yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, um, yeah, so looking kind of ahead to next year, I encourage everyone who's listening, uh, everyone who's in the league to kind of send me and Riley some feedback. Again, what you don't like and what you do like about the league. Uh, the wheel spins certainly aren't going anywhere, but if you have ways to improve them or make them more fair or whatever, um, let me know. We could always work to adjust them. I love the feedback, too, of trying to get a real wheel, uh, wheel and actually spinning it and going live. I think that could be fun. Um, if we try to implement that for next season um definitely like uh obviously the people who were in the game at the time would have more of a feel of how they liked the big brother twist um i thought it was an interesting thing it was definitely hard to follow especially for people who have no idea what big brother is um so definitely would like to hear feedback about that um and then announcement we will be expanding again next year i don't know how i don't know how many teams i don't know how it'll work um, but getting ahead of it, I think what we're going to do is we're going to add probably a couple teams um, and then just boot them out right away. Like week one and week two, like two or three teams. Uh, we're going to survivor pull out of this thing. Yeah, but that's exactly what I was going to compare it to. I was going to give it a survivor pull out twist. Uh, lowest, like three teams are out right away. Get them out of the way. That way you, you got a chance to participate, but um, there's only so many teams you can have in this thing. But I'll uh, give a lot. Yeah. Hey, man, let, let me tell you this. If I'm if I'm hosting the show with you and I get booted in week one, you're gonna have to do the whole thing solo. I, I can't even pretend to care. <laughs> uh, if, I mean, listen, if you get booted week one, that's that's just bad. That's on you for bad draft. That's I, I would expect you to draft better than that. 
Um, but yeah, uh, again, I kind of said this last year. Um, if anyone who's listening to this isn't in the league for whatever reason, you do have first dibs. Reach out to me and be like, hey, I heard on the podcast, like, I kind of want to get in. Um, and then I'll reserve you a spot for sure. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I mean, Riley. We need like, we need like a code word. Yeah, code word, code word uh, football themes. <laughs> just text there you them, go. Just let to me. Uh, and you get an auto entry uh, into next year's season. Um, but yeah, I had a blast doing this, Riley. I, we always say it's probably my favorite podcast. Um, it's been awesome. Yeah, no, same. Um, I, I do just want to say I, I have not run this by, by Steve yet, but I know that we're going to be expanding into doing Survivor Fantasy Baseball too. So if anyone's interested in that, let us know. Steve is setting up everything for that. Might have like three people interested in that. Maybe. <laughs> There's a new challenge every week of the baseball season. I I kill myself. <laughs> That's just I could it would happen. All right. It'd be so, so yeah, boring. That'll do it for season two of Survivor Fantasy Football. We thank you all for listening. Catch us on at Hoop Fiends Pod for Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, for everything else the Hoop Fiends and football teams are putting out. And until next year, we'll catch you guys next time.